Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I like to dream. Yes, yes, right between the sun machine. On the cloud of sun, I'll duck in the night. Bob Stoffer joining you from Southern California, where, believe it or not, it's 13 degrees Celsius warmer in Edmonton than it is down here right now. It don't matter. The Edmonton Oilers have advanced on to the second round of the playoffs. Vegas coming up, and this is a fully loaded three-hour edition of Oilers Now. We're going three hours a day the rest of the way through the playoffs here on 630 Ched, who uh, last week, uh, Chorus and 630 Ched renewing their longtime agreement with the Oilers Entertainment Group for another three years. Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. Even after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax. World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Wow, lots going on, lots happening. Two mammoth upsets last night. Uh, huge news out of Calgary today involving Daryl Sutter. And we got a jam-packed edition. Full recap coming up today of uh, the Oilers' victory. 5-4 against the Los Angeles Kings. It wasn't pretty, but the Oilers found a way. And they are now on to a series against the Vegas Golden Knights. The two top teams in the Western Conference in the regular season will meet in round two in the Pacific Division Final. Uh, we will take calls and texts on today's edition of Oilers Now. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more info. And... We will go to calls at 12.35 today in the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. The River Cree bringing the heat this summer with Alberta's newest and biggest outdoor music festival. On July 7th, Party Rock with Brett Michaels, a Blue Oyster Cult, Don't Fear the Reaper, Fog Hat, and more. Get your tickets now at RiverCreeResort.com. At 1.05 today. And he's joining us throughout the course of the playoffs, courtesy of our friends at Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rental and sales, the former heavyweight champ of the NHL, uh, Montreal 
broadcaster, Edmonton sporting icon, George LaRock will join us today at 105. At 135, a sit-down, one-on-one interview with Edmonton Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft as we wrap up some thoughts in the series against L.A., what worked well. And the one thing you're going to hear over and over and over again is Jay's appreciation for how many good players he has uh, to coach and what a great team he has to coach on a nightly basis. We mentioned news out of Calgary. Daryl Sutter is out. Flames have moved on. They did their exit interviews with the play this uh, with the players this after Brad Treliving and the Flames could, uh, mutually parted ways. I believe Tree will be back in the NHL shortly as a GM. Keep an eye on Pittsburgh, uh, but uh, Daryl Sutter is not returning. Uh, was always very nice to Cam Moon and myself over the years. A guy that won two Stanley Cups with the LA Kings in 2012-2014. Just signed a two-year contract extension, $4 million plus in the fall. But uh, he's going to, uh, I'm going to assume, go off to the farm and probably make $4 million a year to do so for the next couple of years. Sportsnet's Eric Francis for the horses in horse racing Alberta coming down the pipe today. At 2.05, a reminder, speaking of HRA, the opening day at Century Mile Racetrack is Saturday, May the 6th, where you'll be able to watch and wager on the Kentucky Derby. For more information, head to thehorses.com. And at 2.35, for our friends at Legacy Heating and Cooling, John Shannon is, again, we are going to go uh, three hours a day. Brendan Escott is back at 6.30 Chad Studios tomorrow. The Oilers will fly from Southern California into Nevada during the course of the show. Brendan and Cam Moon had the show for us on Friday as Jack and myself flew down. We'll bring Brendan in at this time. Brendan, how are you? Things are good, Bob. What a weekend of hockey, honestly. I mean, it doesn't matter who you were a fan of. You had something to be excited about over Saturday or Sunday. It was wicked. Yeah, the the Maple Leafs, and and I did pick Toronto to win that series. I just thought it was time for them. I got to tell you that the three games in Toronto, Toronto or in Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa, Tampa, of course, winning two of the three games in Toronto. Uh, Toronto winning all three games in overtime in Tampa Bay in games in which the Maple Leafs were outplayed. Sometimes it's just, you know what, it ends up evening up. I do think the O'Reilly factor for the uh, Maple Leafs has made a huge difference. Uh, so that was, you know, for some people a bit of a surprise, but I think a lot of the people around the league looked at Tampa Bay uh, having the 18th best record in the National Hockey League. In the second half of the year, of course, Winnipeg was 22nd. I mean, even there, Friday, you know, flying out, and those Rick Bonus presser, and then Blake Wheeler saying that he was upset what Bonus had to say. I mean, there's going to have to be a resolution there. I'm going to guess uh, Wheeler's going to try to play it for a potential buyout and get started somewhere else. We'll have to wait and see on that front. Uh, you know, those were the two worst teams in the back half of the season. But then what happened yesterday, just shocking and stunning involving both the Boston Bruins. I know Randy Kilburn, Shea Gannon, they can't be happy with seeing the Bruins go out. Um, Florida, you know, I mean, Florida was down 3-1 in that series. Florida won game five and game seven in Boston in overtime. That's hockey, man. It can happen. And last night, Seattle, I don't think anybody saw that against uh, Colorado. Well, my daughter did. Uh, she picked Seattle over seven. But uh, just, you know, what kind of, by the way, she took Florida as well over Boston in seven. Yeah, she got them both. Uh, nice work, Tori. So. Our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, though, this show is called Oilers Down. It pertains to the Edmonton Oilers. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. The Edmonton Oilers are moving on.
That's right. They're moving on. We're going to get to an audio recap with Direct Workwear. Excited to announce that they are opening a women's only workwear store. It's located four doors north of their direct workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. You can find out more at womensworkwear.ca. And uh, let's get to it. Jack had the call. Highly entertaining game, highly entertaining series, Edmonton and Los Angeles game six. Well, another rematch occurred in 1979, and those a theatrical release, Apollo Creed said as he left for the 15th round, this is it, man! It didn't work out so well for Apollo. The Edmonton Oilers hope it works out much better for them tonight as they close out or attempt to close out Los Angeles in game six. And the rebound taken by Evander Kane, swatted off his stick, and Cole Bouchard lining up, shooting, deflected home! What a tip! Connor McDavid, the captain, scores a minute 25 in. The Oilers won. The Kings nothing in game six. Those of you who may have missed the equalizer as a result of the Amber Alert, certainly we hope everything okay in our community, but it came in transition. Fiala up the ice on the right-hand side, hit the trailer, Sean Dersey from the left circle. Velarde and Kulak were engaged in front of Stuart Skinner, and the puck deflected by Skinner for the tying goal. Clean Costin swoops to the offensive zone. Three shot score! Costin second of the series and Edmonton regains the lead 2-1 to one, as he wrong foots Corpusalo and pumps it in from the left hash mark. Beautiful drag move and tucked it inside the left goal post. Well, that's what you're looking for, support scoring for the Edmonton winners. I just got a back from Clowder and then entered the zone and didn't see any play. I just uh, just uh, shoot the puck and then it, and it went in. Here's a one-timer score. McDavid to Dreisaitl and Edmonton extends to a 3-1 lead. Dreisaitl with his seventh goal of the series that leads all postseason players. And Edmonton by a deuce in game six. Fiala to Kempe. Shot scored. Put it upstairs right underneath the crossbar. Adrian Kempe has had a point in all six games of this series. And his fifth of the playoffs draws L.A. to within 3-2. Kevin Fiala. Four assists in the series. Peering inside. Shooting. Scoring. Off the post and end beat Skinner low glove. And we are tied in game six. Three all. And that's just the second goal in his last 18 playoff games for Kevin Fiala. Trying to settle a steal. In front for Yamamoto. A tip to save. Rebound. Score. Second of the game. First shift. Clean. Costin makes it. Kempe comes over, tries to force a turnover, and does. Gavrikov down the middle of the ice. Deneau wanted a potential shorthanded chance. Oh, a turnover! And Deneau taps it home for the go-ahead goal. Stuart Skinner fumbled the puck away. And Deneau, an absolute gift. Shorthanded goal. Four all in game six. McLeod spins. Yamamoto looking for the net. Top of the left circle. Shot score! Tyler Yamamoto put it upstairs. And Edmonton takes a 5-4 lead with 3-0-2 to play. Yeah, definitely not my best series, but, um, you know, be able to get the game winner. And, um, you know, Clem have two for our line. Um, you know, it's pretty special. 
Oilers depth comes through in the last two games of the series. Nick Bukestad with a pair in game five. Edmonton with 13 different point getters in that game. And then Clean Cost, and what a story he's been. Three goals, four points, plus four in the series against L.A. He snipes a pair, and Yamamoto got off the schneid, and the Edmonton Oilers ultimately won five to four. Here's Jay Woodcroft uh, on the maturation of his team. Well, I can't speak to things yeah. I wasn't here for. Um, but for me, um, you know, I think that's a sign of resiliency, and that's a word we use a lot around our team. I said last night, um, you know, we were 20 seconds away from winning game one, a game that we, I, I thought, um, were quite comfortable in. We, um, you know, we looked good in that game, and um, we found a way to not win it. I like the way that we responded in game two. It came down in game three. We fought through some adversity there. Um, responded in game four when we were down 3 nothing, And then um, we didn't let a bad break of the stick uh, affect our mindset yesterday. Speaking of the bad break of the stick, here's Stuart Skin. And full disclosure, uh, from our broadcast location, which is on the opposite end of the ice and at the top level of the press box, um, I think if we were in our normal broadcast spot in L.A., I might have been able to pick up. I mean, once he went off and exchanged sticks, I'm like, well, did he break a stick? I didn't see him overreact after the goal. Um, but many of you sleuths out there on the Internet helped educate everybody, did a great job there, uh, and it was pretty obvious what had happened. Just a horrible break for Stuart Skinner. He had this to say following the game. I mean, I noticed when it actually broke, but um, when I even got the puck, it didn't feel like it was anything different. Um, I felt like I was totally fine and just tried to hit Boosh uh, with a nice, hard, crisp pass and um, just kind of snapped it on the bottom there. Free goal for that guy. Um, and uh, that stuff happens. It's about how you bounce back from that. It's about how you respond to moments like that. Um, so I thought we did a great job in how we responded. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can make, you can draw a comparison between that and the goal for the team in terms of the team psyche getting over it, the, the goal that Mike Smith let in in game four, round two against Calgary last year from Rasmus Anderson from another area code. The difference is once you realize that he was playing with a faulty piece of equipment, it was, you, you go, it's just an unlucky break. Whereas the goal Smith gave up, that's just a horrendous goal to give up. I mean, there's no, the end result is the same. You shouldn't be tied, but you are. Uh, I mean, I even watching Mike Smith look around after. It's like, look in the mirror, bud. You lost the puck. Uh, anyhow, uh, Smitty was a battler. Skinner, just so calm, so composed, he added an additional perspective on his first NHL playoff experience, a, a four games to two series victory over L.A. Honestly, in the first round uh, of the Stanley Cup playoffs here, and my first time around, I feel like I've kind of gone through uh, quite a bit here. Um, you know, losing overtime, being pulled in the first period, being able to win a game, uh, being able to win a series, breaking a stick and letting an easy goal go in. Um, that's all part of life, and that's all part of the experience and the learning lessons that I get to learn, and um, I'm very grateful for those lessons. Connor McDavid, meanwhile, had this to say in the Kings in the opening round of the series. You know, we beat them in a, in a long series last year, too. You know, um, we're comfortable playing in these games. We've said that. Um, I think we showed that. Um, you know, um, 
they're a good team. They're stingy. Um, they're better offensively than I think people give them credit for. You know, they got uh, <clears throat> they got some elite players and and uh, you know some 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 real solid defensemen. So um, they're a good team, and and uh, it's a credit to us to uh, to get the job done here. After the game, L.A. head coach Tom McClellan said that, uh, he said, you know what, we have a better team than we had last year, but Edmonton has a better team than they have last year. And Todd added, the Oilers aren't going anywhere for the next four or five years. In other words, saying it's incumbent upon us to continue to upgrade our program. And speaking of the program, think about how Bakersfield has factored into this. Stuart Skinner. Uh, you know, ECHL and the AHL and AHL playoffs and, uh, and then becoming the goaltender for the Oilers during the course of this season. That's in goal. Day Harnay battling back from a tough game four. You'll hear more on this a little bit later on in a longer form conversation with Jay Woodcroft. Um, but Deharnay and Bouchard coming up through the farm and McLeod and Yamamoto coming up from the farm and uh, the additions that have been made. And Jay Woodcroft, I asked him yesterday in the availability on the importance of Bakersfield and developing young players. Well, um, first of all, our American League team in Bakersfield is important to us. Um, you know, we think that the lifeblood of any organization is, is the young players that are coming through and, and providing that that push from underneath. Um, when our staff went into Bakersfield years ago, we felt it was important that we um, that we we had a winning environment, um, but that we were developing people uh, to be Edmonton Oilers. And uh, I think you can do both at that level. I said during this series that. A lot of our younger players, we wanted to have the experience of going on deep runs in the American League before they got to the NHL, and, and they've gotten that. So, um, you know, uh, Bakersfield's important to Edmonton, and uh, we appreciate all the work that the, the people in Bakersfield do to make sure that our, our players are ready to, to be up in the NHL. All right, that is uh, Edmonton Oilers head coach Jay Woodcroft. We're going to uh, splinter a couple more comments from Jay a little bit later on in the show. We'll go to break right now, and when we come back, NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. 1226 in Edmonton. Let's go to Protect the Net. It's brought to you by Solve Cyber Security. Stay ahead of cyber threats with your team that you can trust. Hugh Porter and the gang at Solve. That's S O one. 
V-E-dot-I-O. Laurent Brassois against Stuart Skinner. That's going to be the goaltending matchup. Mike McKenna is going to break it down for us Wednesday before game number one. But uh, Brassois, 7-0-3 at 2.17 goals against average, 9.27 save percentage in the regular season. And he's at 9.15 in the playoffs. Of course, he spent parts of four seasons with the Edmonton Oilers. He's finally healthy. He's dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, Skinner battled through the series uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. That's protect the net for solve cybersecurity as we head off to uh, NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com and here's Brendan Escott. All right, well, if you've been under a rock, Seattle won the first playoff series in Kraken franchise history, knocking off the defending cup champion Colorado Avalanche in Game 7 last night. Panthers also stunned the Bruins. They'll now face Toronto in the second round as the Leafs moved on for the first time in 19 years. Only one Game 7 in the NHL tonight. The Devils playing host to the New York Rangers. It's the Hudson River rivalry. 6 o'clock Ched time for the puck drop there. Wednesday brings our first game of Round 2 between the Oilers and Golden Knights. It's live from Vegas, but the start time still to be determined. Daryl Sutter, you heard, is out as head coach of the Flames. Uh, The Panthers, by the way, this is interesting, restricting ticket sales to residents of the U.S. only for this second round series with Toronto. An effort, obviously, to avoid the reseller markup prices, which have already swamped the Toronto market. And in the Western League, Bob, Seattle up 2-0 in the Western Conference Final. They beat Kamloops in both games this weekend as Winnipeg did over Saskatoon. They're up 2-0 in the Eastern Conference Final as well. All right, nicely done, Brendan. I guess that means Evan Cook, who's got the global news weather traffic update, he can't parachute himself down to Florida for uh, game number three and four in that series. Because if I recall correctly, I think he's a Leafs fan, isn't he? So we got Kilburn and and Shea Ganim that are Boston fans. We've got uh, Brad and Evan who are Leafs fans. I don't know. And we got a couple Flames fans working over at uh, Brent Ridge Ford as well. Uh, we're open-minded here, I guess. Let's go off to a global news weather traffic update with Evan, and then we'll come back with you. We'll open up the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Surprised that the Oilers got through in six. Pleased that Edmonton's there. Uh, thoughts on the Bruins upset. And, uh, hey, man, it's wide open. Let's have some fun with it when we come back.